Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Friday, September 9th. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Dayton Senior Associate AD for Administration Adam Skewer was the third and final candidate on campus this week to make his case as the next Cal State Bakersfield AD. Skewer, it is not fair to me as an administrator and as a supervisor to look at a coach and tell them that I expect them to win Big West titles when they are funded dead last in the league. Further, you can't talk student-athlete experience and mental health and well-being without addressing competitive success at the same time. Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark to ESPN's Heather Dinnick on the heels of Brett Yormark saying the league is looking west. For potential expansion, I love our conference. I've said this before, I think we're very aligned. That was reaffirmed on this recent campus tour. I've got a couple of more schools I need to visit, but the energy, the enthusiasm, the like-mindedness. It's been fantastic. And I sensed that early on when I engaged with the board, but I've really sensed it and felt it when I've been on campus. So no, to answer your question, we don't have to expand. Again, we'll consider every and all options to better position this conference for the long haul. The Mercury News' John Wilner with lots more on Pac-12 survival as he writes. We have zero doubt that further expansion is coming, that the Big Ten eventually will grow to at least 20 schools and, subsequently, spark a massive restructuring of the major conferences. But is the next move coming this fall? Or toward the end of its next media rights contract cycle? Or not until the mid-2030s? Wilner continues by pointing to a 12-team college football playoff as chasing the realignment calculation. Yes. The extra $25 million in media rights revenue potentially available in the Big Ten or SEC sounds great. But you know what also sounds great? Hosting a CFP game on your campus, that's what. Winning at that level, and the potential to do it annually if you're in Oregon or Washington, carries a value for the university that simply cannot be matched by the added millions from the Big Ten that help pay for a fifth offensive analyst or fourth dietitian. Headliners Nicole Auerbach, Heather Dinnick and Ross Dellinger follow up on college football playoff meetings yesterday with ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips commenting, We've had four or five really good calls in a row. This hasn't been something where we've been off course, so that means we're all trying to figure out how to do this thing. So there's lots of energy in the room. There's lots of optimism, but it's the details. The devil's in the details and the work that has to be done. Mountain West boss Craig Thompson, there are a lot of moving parts, a lot of pieces. So it won't be by lack of effort, whatever happens. Dellinger, the sole focus for the group is on early expansion in 2024 or 25, the final two years of the current 12-year contract with ESPN. In fact, decisions on a 26 expansion and beyond can wait, CFP executive director, Bill Hancock said. The playing of Wabash Cannonball, one of the oldest traditions at Kansas State football games, is in jeopardy after the student section and others have been adding their own chant to it, one that starts with F and ends with KU, according to KAKE's Sully Angles. Wildcats AD Gene Taylor, the chant needs to stop. I mean, it's just it's inappropriate. It's not what we want at K-State. They've unfortunately, the students have decided to add it to the repertoire for the Wabash, and then that's not something that's a great tradition here. And it needs to stop and I don't know how to stop it. We're trying everything. And if it means not playing the Wabash, that's what we'll do. 
Former San Jose State baseball head coach Jason Hawkins engaged in telling stories that degraded women and gay people, including individuals known by players and coaches who themselves sometimes became characters in Hawkins' body tales. According to EdSource Thomas Peel, Ashley Smith and Daniel Willis, who add, many of the players were unwilling listeners. Investigators wrote, but believed they had no choice but to listen because of Hawkins' power. Additionally, they report, Hawkins was found to have called a black player the N-word, and also slurred Asians. He used racial stereotypes about Latinos and blacks. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Friday, September 9th. We'll see you back here this afternoon.